Right meow. So many voices. Welcome everyone to Excitement Incorporated, episode 30. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. I'm Joe. I'm Ellie. <laughs> you can. We haven't had four before. We should have planned it a little bit more. It's like well, I really, I would just like to make more eye contact with Ellie. Fair well, enough. Fair enough. I mean, I what's going on? we've only had the one episode with Ellie before. Is Ellie in the rotation? Like it reset now? <laughs> Hypothetically, Joe has m- had more episodes than Ellie. <laughs> you are reset. Oh, shit. You can catch the show on podcast services all around the world. Um, And by that, I mean strictly like three of them. (laughs) (laughs) Do not look for us on Spotify. They're jerks. But SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, you can find us there where we're all friends. You can also see the show on YouTube where we do other shows and other things like our topical show every other Monday, which is When Daniel Met Rich. But this is Excitement Inc. where we talk about video games and TV and movies. Ellie, what you been watching? More Letter Kenny. More Letter I've been playing more Destiny. Oh, that's my week in a nutshell. Duly noted. Duly noted. Um, now in terms of like <laughs> watching things, I have also been watching a lot of Letter Kenny. And boy, you yes. guys, you guys got me on a roll. Sarah gets tired of it real quick because it's a lot of talking. Me, I'm dying all the time. Yeah. I can't. I just. I love everything about it. I love the way the episodes begin. Um, I love that Shorzy is a different version of Wayne. <laughs> you can tell it's him. Right? I didn't know how to break it to your moms that I double booked them. <laughs> no, it's it's a it's a wonderful show, and I really want everyone to watch it. Um, we already got like Joe hooked on like three scenes. So you'll go home and watch it with Claudia for sure. Yes. And Absolutely. I told my cousin who is in love with hockey, he loves hockey things. I'm like, you gotta usually recommend. So he's the one who recommended to us um, Community and Modern Family, both of which are amazing comedies. I'm very excited for both of you to find out about the pH levels in his aquarium. Oh God, <laughs> this is I'm I'm really excited <laughs> to be caught up so that I know what you guys are talking about all the time and not just sometimes. How many seasons are there? Seven. They're only but seven they're, they're, episodes yeah, long. Seven episodes long. And each, oh, okay. they're stupid short too. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Each seventh episode is a uh, is a holiday episode too. So it's just okay. like a normal, not American show. All right. All short right. seasons with a holiday special in between. Sweet. I've um, also been watching. Sorry. Oh, you're good. I've also been watching The Sopranos. For the first time. I was like, you're like 15 years. First, well, I can't wait to cancel HBO now when Game of Thrones is done. I'm going to be like, I just need to show them where I want my money to be put. <laughs> and I'm going to get, but I'll probably wait until Sopranos is over. Because Sopranos, I understand why it is, I'm like halfway through the first season. And it's, I mean, I'm more than halfway now, but I understand it. The characters, it's like if The Godfather got a TV show, plain and simple. Except it's not set in the 50s, it's modern, it's 90s, so they deal with modern issues, and then you get to see, it's really cool, because it's, you know, it's just another anti-hero show, modern but, amazing <laughs> thing, right? Um, takes place when they have cell phones and cars, and actually, well, I mean, right, were there right. cell phones? I'm there surprised was. they don't use pe- pagers more often. They pagers. do. Pagers. Um, pagers. We don't see it near as much, but they, right. because they have the cell phones, but. Right, exactly, and they're always trying to talk on pay phones, because they're afraid of being hurt. Right. But it's cool because it's got kind of like the anti-hero. <coughs> bless you. Thank it's you. cool to see the anti-hero position for all of that too, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in the way that Dexter and what's the other anti-hero shows that are really cool? Breaking Bad. 
um, in the way they take the main character and they give him. So the biggest thing about him is it is it like the mafia is still this macho retrograde. They're all these like forty, fifty year old men, and the youngest of them is probably like thirty. Um, really had to work his way up, and is Zelda's going nuts over there. But it's cool because the main part of this whole first season is that he starts seeing a psychiatrist. <laughs> Because he's having <laughs> mental breakdown. Have you watched The Pranos? Yeah. Oh, like, the whole Sherry's? Like Sherry's. 15 years ago, yes. Ooh. The entire Sherry's. And I, I probably don't remember even half of it, but yes, I okay. did. My mom was into it, so I watched it. Oh, them. word. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that's what I like about it is that like, there's these things where these characters are like, oh, I don't want them to know that I'm not a big tough guy, and it's just kind of like, uh, wow, watching them kind of collapse, you know, watching them, uh, Tony Soprano, just be... Uh, dissected in his psychiatrist's room. I'm like, okay, so I was missing out. I was just too young when Sopranos came out. So, like, Dexter was my Sopranos, you know? Um, Breaking Bad was my Sopranos, too, in a way. So, when we look at Sopranos, I'm just really excited to finish the whole series. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah. What did you think of Sopranos? Am I, like, is it time? Oh, oh yeah. Am I totally behind? Yeah, you're totally... I mean, I've been wanting to watch it again now that I'm older. Oh, and I probably won't get things. more of it. Yeah. 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 Um, my wife had to like start slapping me because I'd be like, do you want mozzarella on your salad? <laughs> She's like, you got to stop talking like that. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no antipast in the freezer. <laughs> we needed a thought for the house guests. <laughs> yeah. That, that ended real quick. Yeah. I didn't want to be divorced. So. Yeah. I started watching The Sopranos again and I got to the point where I dropped, where I came in. Last time I watched it, because mm-hmm. the last time I watched The Sopranos, I only watched the first season because my roommate had the first season on DVD and we were poor. And so we were just like watching whatever DVDs. Oh, my God. Watching the shows on DVD, though. Yeah. <laughs> <How> so, <laughs> we digested so much on DVD. Oh, God. Yeah. But uh, I I came in in the middle of my roommate watching it. And so I was he was kind of piecing it together for me. And then I finished out the season with him, and I was like, oh, my God, that was awesome. Now I've gone back and watched the first season up to where I came in. So I'm like, okay, cool. Now I can probably start season two, but I haven't. Should we do it, it together? Yet. Should we do it together? You know what? We should. K. All right, K. Daniel Kenny. <laughs> and Destiny. Do you watch Destiny? <laughs> like, I watch it? a lot of Destiny YouTube videos, yeah. <laughs> oh, perfect. Okay. Duly noted. Duly noted. We'll talk about that, though. Nice. Joe. I've been watching King of the Hill on Hulu. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Damn it, Bobby. Yes. God dang it, Bobby. Uh, damn it, Bobby. Is it nice watching it from what? the beginning and everything? And yeah. Like, oh, okay. especially the first season is so well written, but it's just, oh, it's so funny. I just. How many seasons are there? There's like. Oh my god, there's like 13. Oh yeah, there's a sh- there's, there's quite a, a few. I'm I'm on either 6 or 7 right now. But have, have you seen the one with Bobby on Ritalin? No, not that yet. That is like my favorite early I haven't one. gotten to my favorite episode yet either, which is the one where Peggy gets into the roller derby. <laughs> 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 That's one of my favorite episodes. We haven't gotten there yet though. Nice. My favorite episode is when Hank is racing the lawnmowers in the same week he finds out he doesn't have an ass. Yes, <laughs> he has to have the pa- and It's so funny because yes. the, the diminished glutes. His his ass is illustrated as like these tiny ass cheeks, <laughs> just tiny like little squiggles that are like intersecting with each other. 
<laughs> and he has to wear ass pads. With a baby's ass. <laughs> it's so true. And then they find, and then his opponent finds out the lawnmower races and pulls out a switchblade and cuts the pads and they like the water drains. And he has to finish the race on his ass that hurts. Yeah, I, I've been watching that. I'm All gonna right, have to throw um, in some Letterkenny now. But other than no. that, just Game of Thrones. You guys will love Letterkenny. I'm, I'm, You'll blast through it. I'm super excited for you to hit Bobby on Ridlin because he he gets like really, really still and wide eyed, and he's like, every golf ball has 97 pits except this one. <laughs> <laughs> And then, and then he's like sitting at the kitchen table a little while later. And he's like, there's some milk in the fridge that's about to go bad. <laughs> and there it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, he gives this really like Yoda type thing, but it's like so crazy. And Peggy's like, Bobby, honey, are you okay? He's like, I'm good. <laughs> My mom took me off Ritalin. I was like two or three or four when I tried to learn Ritalin for the first time. And she said I was like the the little boy from Sixth Sense. <laughs> <laughs> she said I was like, why are there skeletons in the walls? <laughs> Just straight Damien. <laughs> I wonder if I'll have to check with her and see if I said anything like that. Nice. <laughs> Nine to six. Anything else or just King of the Hill? Uh, just King of the Hill, really. Right. I don't get to watch TV very much. Right. Well, so. not when you're playing so many games. Yeah, I've been playing uh, a lot of Devil May Cry 5 right. lately, which right. is excellent if you like Devil May Cry. And, we'll and even if you don't, fucking play it. It's great. Right. It's right. fucking wonderful. The first time through on the easiest difficulty, because I'm always afraid of Devil May Cry difficulty, <laughs> um, the easiest difficulty, I literally didn't die once. Okay. Um, but that could be because I've played through right. one and three and four. Yeah. Right. And the first level of two. Um, and that's all it takes to find out that game is garbage. Um, Let's not scare away the people that aren't here for video games, though. Okay. I have a question for Joe, though. Uh, did you like DMC? Like, oh, DMC? Yeah, like the DMC, reboot. DMC? Yeah. yeah. Yes, I yeah. did. Okay. I, I, enjoy, I, I, was, I don't think... I, I enjoyed it. I didn't get all the hate towards it. Right. Um, but I do prefer the main series more. Fair. Format. <laughs> <laughs> Who's mad or what, and what are we giving him? Is there a Devil May Cry movie? <laughs> is there an anime? I bet there is. There an is anime. an anime. Oh, I'm There's sure. a book, too. Speaking of which, Persona 5 does have an anime. And I've been thinking about watching the anime instead of playing the game because I don't have time to play that game because I heard it's like 200 hours, let alone the new one that's coming out. 80 if you're fast. <laughs> that is too much. Uh-huh. It's too much. So everyone in the room has seen Endgame, correct? Yes. 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 Listeners, if you haven't seen Endgame, go fuck yourself. Basically, basically, <laughs> what are you doing? Even my wife's seen it. This is the first <laughs> Avengers movie my wife stayed awake through. Nice. And uh, well, I was shocked my girlfriend stayed awake for it too. Really? Mm-hmm. That being said, I think that. It's fair for spoilers now, just straight up spoilers, because yeah, well, it's, it's been, been like it's been several weeks. weeks. Yeah, we recorded a review. It went out the window. We recorded a, re- a review for Detective Pikachu. Went out the window. That's fine. TV. We're you know we're building. We're taking baby steps here. But it was so fun for my wife to leave the theater and go. That was the first Avengers I've stayed up for, and now I have no reason to watch an Avengers ever again, <laughs> 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 because Iron Man was her favorite. She was just just mad. At the ending, she didn't even care about the arc. She was like, 
now I'm really not going to come see these movies with you. Because <laughs> right. Iron Man. What did you What did you guys... We're going to do like a quick... We're not going to go deep into Endgame, but okay. thoughts. We we really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I like that Thor was still a badass because he's my favorite. Um, mm-hmm. And fat. Fat ass badass. I love it. Yeah, fat ass with a PH. Mm-hmm. Um, the Thor Lebowski. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, no, it was just it was a it was a treat. I liked that was I I liked how that was really the only Avengers movie with like true fan service, just like an hour of like let's go back through these movies that you all really enjoyed, mm-hmm. except for mm-hmm. the Dark World and exactly. Just, yeah. and look how fun we how, yeah. look how much fun we had. If only the Reality Stone was in a better movie, but that is America's ass. <laughs> that is America's ass. Getting back in the favorite. elevator and the Hell Hydra, I was like, oh. <laughs> oh <man. laughs> Uh, uh, and then, of course, the Mjolnir. Yes. The Mjolnir. Mjolnir. Cap wielding it. I heard a couple of things. There's a lot of details that are coming out, like, post-Endgame now, and especially with the spoilers and um, being, like, in the loose and stuff. But there's a couple of things, for instance, that um, Captain America was always married to Haley in their timeline. Like, that was the one that he, like, when they said she got married and had kids, he was the person she got married to in the timeline. Except in Civil War, he makes out with her daughter. Yep. So there's suddenly a Star Wars element to this. A very hey, yep. Empire Strikes Back. Well, element. maybe that was well, the they, seven year rich kid. There's another thing we thought. No, go ahead. They definitely pull a lot of influence from the original Star Wars trilogy anyway, because somebody true. loses a hand in fucking every movie. Also true. That's very true. Also. So it wouldn't surprise me if they were influenced Ray by Ray's Cap's daughter. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? He's like, uh, Mr. Stark, have you seen him Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> <laughs> seen this really old movie? <laughs> also, another thing they were talking about, like Mjolnir and how he couldn't lift it in Age of Ultron. Like, yeah. fans went deep and they were like, maybe he couldn't lift it in Age of Ultron because he lied about Bucky killing Tony's parents in Civil War as well. And then they came out and said, no, he didn't lift it because he didn't want to humiliate Thor. <laughs> he saw Thor getting like, Ooh. yeah, and he was like, okay, was like, okay ma- yeah, well. right. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. That scene was one of my favorites in the entire movie. Though. I know. Yeah. The best way I heard it summed up was by another personality on a podcast, Nick Scarpino. I love you. If you're listening, you're probably not, but I love you. Uh, hold me, Daddy. If you look at it, it's like in terms of film experiences. It's like watching two twenty-two films was an entire season of your favorite sports team kicking it right demolishing and then in the first half of the Super Bowl let's say it's NFL they're they get their fucking asses handed to them and they lose all of their best players who came up through the season and the only people left are the OGs that were killing it at the beginning of the season and then they totally bring it back and then you're totally hooter hooting and hollering at the screen hootering is now the term for that and losing your shit I've never felt adrenaline like adrenaline like that I don't know about you guys. Can confirm. Yeah. 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 Sick. And even I went um, four days after it came out and the theater was still packed. People were still oh, yeah. um, hootering yeah. at the screen. <laughs> it was great. The it was lots of fun. The, the most hootering I, I heard was uh, when Captain Marvel came in at the last, when she destroyed the ship. Oh, really? Just this guy, this huge dude next to me, probably like 350 pounds, big old beard. And he's like... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "There we go." It's legit. Was that the vaginas too legit to quit. When they all lined up 
on one side and it was like Avengers. It was in that space before he said assemble that I've never been more I've never been more hyper aware of what a fucking nerd I am. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna stay it. Just say it. <laughs> now I know what women mean when they yeah. say they get moist in their drawers. <laughs> I'm not a. I'm not ashamed to admit I was straight balling when. Oh when, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Cap, I've uh, never cried in the theater Tony, before. Yeah. yeah. But now I have. Tony snapped. <laughs> and of course, at the end, when uh, Steve gives Peggy her dance, that she saved him. That was a real soft, touching moment. What a way to wrap things up. Yeah. yeah. There was a, there was a good bit of ugly crying and happy crying and all the cryings in between. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. It's good stuff. And then two weeks later, Detective Pikachu came out. Ellie and I and my wife saw this like three weeks before it came out, actually. <laughs> we I were, saw it this past week. And you saw it this past week, too. Um, we'll just do minor spoilers because there's really nothing to spoil. You've seen everything in the trailers. And if you have any idea of how a safe movie plays it safe in a story like this, you can probably predict what happens real, real easy. Probably. Is there a MacGuffin hunt? Uh, yes. Yeah. Sweet. Basically. <laughs> it's exactly what you think it is, whatever it is. And for that reason, it's very plot holy because it, it just creates like character stupidity in terms of like, how is this happening? Oh, this is the answer. How did you not know that? Are you a literal idiot? Are you deaf? You know, but that being said, um, it ties into Pokemon, the first movie. Oh, yes. cool. Minorly. And that's about it. And Only it because of Mewtwo. Yeah, only because of Mewtwo, but still, you know. Um, and I feel like Mewtwo was really, um, honestly, just a minor plot element. But they do play it; they play it real safe. But I think it does open pave the way for more Pokemon movies. Oh, how, how, what did you think of it? I thought it was. I thought we finally got a good video game movie. Mm-hmm. Since Angry Birds, that doesn't star Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> Not saying that's good. It's a very good B movie, but I've, yeah, <laughs> I've said it before, and I'll say it again. It definitely meets expectations. It does not exceed expectations. Yeah, all right, all right. And Ellie and I, and I'll, I'll wait for you to say the really cool thing you said. But we were talking about like further movies and things we wanted. Oh, I would have loved. In the credits, the credits come, and it's an anime version. It opens up with some, like, red and blue theme fight music from the games, of course, in the credits. And then it shows all the characters as the anime, like, anime versions of the live-action characters, which is really cool. But um, through the credits, I would have loved just some, like, uh, uh, Planet Earth on BBC-style documentary shots of just Pokemon in the wild during the credits. Imagine, like, a snowy mountain peak and Lugia doing a wing spread. Yeah. And Morgan Mike. Freeman. <laughs> <laughs> and here we see Lou again. It's yeah, it's like Lou's wingspan. The Articuno is more familiar with the Arctic regions. Lugia's wingspan is two miles long, and then Lugia turns. I would know. <laughs> it's That's my over wingspan. 10 football fields. Teaser. <laughs> Morgan Freeman's voicing Lugia. <laughs> but one of the ways, one of the new movies I pitch, if they were to continue doing it, is for um, the the main character of this film. I forget his name already. Something Freeman. Something. He's a he becomes a private eye like his dad throughout the movie. Goodman. Uh, Goodman. Thank Goodman. you. Um, Tim Goodman. There we go. Uh, and he goes on through. I would love for him to take a private eye job in the Kanto region. Um, to and eventually have to seek out help from Ash Ketchum. Who needs help from Ash Ketchum, though? Um, anyone who wants to find a legendary Pokemon, Fair. 
To which, no. to which he would approach Ash Ketchum. Who, I don't know who's playing him. Uh, 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 Seth Rogen, James Franco. I don't care. Just some kind of like comedic Michael personality, Sarah. right? But oh, thank you. Yeah, Michael Sarah. Where he's like, he's like, I need your help finding legendary Pokemon. I'm done with legendary Pokemon. <laughs> I can't. They're probably. He turns the corner. Suicune sitting in a bush, like lurking. He's like, leave me alone. Just giving him the stink eye. Please. Um, but you know, something to to go off of that, and then kind of play on the rivalry, like for Tim to tag along with. Uh, uh, Ash and maybe Gary, Red and Blue, doing like a, a good cop, bad cop, yeah. buddy cop kind of film through the Kanto region just to like really hike up that nostalgia. They need to do something like that hard. Well, I I enjoyed the Pokemon fan servicing throughout this movie. There, were, I spotted at least 200 different Pokemon in this movie. Mm-hmm. And Still not I, enough. I really enjoyed seeing them doing regular things. Like all the firemen were hanging out with Squirtle as the Squirtle are helping them put out the fires right, and, and stuff. Right, and Snorlax was just passed out yeah. in the middle of the street. Yeah, so much chops and like, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> in the street market, the uh, um, there was a Charmander using its flame of its tail to heat a pan that yeah. the guy was cooking in. There was a guy cooking over a Charmander tail. It was awesome. It's true. I feel like by the end of the movie, they were reusing a lot of Pokemon, though. Which was like the only bummer for me. I felt like if you're gonna put movie in, uh, money into a movie like this, like maybe you could be using some different Pokemon by the end. How many Pokemon are there now? Eight hundred and some fucking shit. And for that reason, you shouldn't be reusing Pokemon. They didn't even like scratch the surface. But it's a lot I of. Can Gen only 1. name the first hundred and fifty one. Sorry, yeah. yep. I can I can <laughs> probably go like halfway through Gen three before I start yeah. losing it. Yeah, I, when we did our detective. Pikachu review we kind of like put together a lost episode uh, yeah um, a lost episode but we were putting together just like ideas for like our own Pokemon movie spinoffs right. and the way we would, we would do it but mine was kind of like about uh, Goodman potentially going and researching the Kyogre and Groudon thing and then you added a layer to that yeah you could just are you talking about the Pokemon Snap layer yes okay <laughs> yes <laughs> like you could have an entire like series built off of Pokemon Snap because you can Truth. just have it as like a dude that's filming a documentary like you would uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. and just going around fucking looking at all the all the cool Pokemon. But it's mm-hmm. a photographer. But it's I a photographer. A photographer. Pokemon Snap. Yeah, I enjoy the idea of a Pokemon Planet Earth. That would be amazing. <laughs> we could make that if we really wanted to. Let's do it. I mean, Eric's going to have to crawl into a hole for 3D animation for two years on end and come come out with one barely okay Charmander, but (laughs) I have faith in you. I'll get on the other side of that. Why not? (laughs) Just saying. So those were the movies that came out. Aladdin's coming out soon. Yes, it is. We could have seen John Wick 3 tonight because I got passes, but we decided to come here and record this instead. So yes, I'm patient for John Wick. Same. I've never yeah. seen any of them. Has everyone said Same. everything they want to say? Yeah, I'm yeah. good. We I'm never good. got to what I watched. Yes, Fucker. we did. No, we didn't. Yes, we did. You didn't ever ask. Oh. Because we assumed it just watch. I'm just kidding. <laughs> right? well, is it, okay, what did you watch? No, I actually um, I got my wife into um, Sabrina. Oh. The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. So she has now seen all of part one and started a part two. We are now both on equal ground watching part two of Ooh. The Chilling Adventures of Sobrina. How is season two? It's As decent good? so far. Okay. Was it, I mean, it's does kind it of seem a, rushed? No, it's more the same pretty much. Okay. I'm maybe two episodes deep at this point. 
But um, it's kind of more of the same. Sabrina's rocking the boat and doing the whole, you know, I'm tired of the sexism and everything I deal with, so now I'm going to challenge every single one of those. Truth. And the one episode I watched uh, so far of season two was uh, she's competing for top boy at the Academy of the Unseen Arts. It sounds like a perfect episode of Sabrina. Yes. She's got a lot of attitude. Have you watched Sabrina, Joe? No. Ellie? Uh, I started it. Yes. she's She's got a lot of attitude about sexism and things of that nature. They give her like a very rebellious attitude. That's a cool thing about the Sabrina. She's not just like, oh, high school's hard and I have to hide that I'm a witch because it's like the chilling adventures of Sabrina. So she's like, fuck the man, including Satan. He gives me my powers, but you can suck my female dick. Yeah, she she goes full hog. It's it's pretty cool. I, I love how they deal with the church. Yes. Just... Anywhere that you would have, you would hear somebody in regular conversation be like, you know, you're a godsend. It's like you're a hell send, you know, or praise God, praise Jesus. It's praise Satan. Yep. And yep. You know, the the one witch is a unholy mother. <laughs> and then instead of a god parent, it's a night parent. And there's all it's there's all these reversal things that it's just every time it kicks in, I'm like, that's cool. And then I'm like, how are they not getting just torn up by the religious right? And then I realize, oh, it's Netflix. You can just not watch it. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that and more Letter Kenny and Detective Pikachu. I watch Ketter Lenny. Ketter Lenny. Can we do like a uh, just like a? We're talking about doing an episode of WDMR eventually that is called Our Favorite Murders. As yes. a spinoff, not a spinoff. Sorry, a cover, like That's a cover the other song. Th- Thank you for reminding me. Okay, I watched the Zac Efron Ted Bundy movie that oh. just dropped on Netflix. That's I forgot like, about that. It's like shockingly evil and vile. I, yeah, I can't remember the full. It's a long title. title. It's it's all, a Fall Out Boy song. It is all about <laughs> Ted Bundy's trial. Okay. Mm-hmm. All of his trials, anytime he got arrested and all this and escaped from jail and everything, that whole time he was carrying on a relationship with a woman. Mm-hmm. And she was like, oh, no, he's innocent, he's innocent, he's innocent. And we're watching what happens to her as she's watching all of these trials take place and everything. Yes. And as he's maintaining his innocence and all this, it was it was a wild ride. Um. My wife was watching it with me, and she kept asking me, like, what's going to happen now? And I was like, do you want me to tell you, or do you want to watch it? And she was like, I want you to tell me, and then I want to see it unfold. And I was like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Because she knows that I did the deep dive on Ted Bundy and um, John Wayne Gacy and Ed Gein and all these Mm -hmm, different serial mm -hmm, killers. mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, okay, this is what he's about to do. And she was like, sorry. Okay, and then when it plays out, and she was like, oh, my God, he just did that. And I was like, yeah, I told you. Told you. (laughs) Yep. But also, like, I heard it was a hard movie to watch because, like, it was, they make it sympathetic. They make you like him. They try to show him as the nice guy, Bundy, but not. Well, that was his persona. I was like, it sounds like they show you what he was showing everyone. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
Okay. Does that make it harder to watch? Did you watch the Ted Bundy tapes Uh -uh. that were also on Netflix? Uh -uh. Yeah. It's weird how all of those serial killer tropes that seem like really boring, tired cliches, Mm -hmm. he personified and embodied. Like, that's where they come from. Oh. Is from him. Okay. Like, being really suave and collected. And how could this guy be a serial killer? He's so nice and everything. And yeah, it's. It's pretty great. I'm, I'm going to watch that, yeah. definitely. There's, I didn't know it was out yet. There is this <clears throat> bit that is kind of known from his trial in Florida that it was the first one televised. Mm-hmm. They had cameras in the courtroom as the trial was unfolding, and he was front and center. And on day two, there were all these women flocking to the courtroom waiting to give him love letters and marriage proposals. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. he was so charismatic. Yep. And my wife is like, are these women crazy? And I was like, well, Christy, look at him. Would you be one of those women? And I was like, I know how you feel about Zac Efron. This is, you True. know. Did Ted was, Bundy have abs? Yeah. Okay, done. Ted yeah, Bundy just... was very attractive and very suave I'd send and him a very dick persuasive. I mean, at the end of his trial, the judge says, I wish you had gone another way. You would be a terrific lawyer. I would love to practice law with you. He snowed the judge. The judge loved him. But he knew that he was guilty. Did he get executed? Oh, yeah. When? How long ago? Like right after that trial? He got cooked in the 80s. He was the late 80s, I think. Yeah, because he kept appealing and appealing and appealing, and it just eventually... He he prolonged his life by revealing more and more. Ooh. Because and he, he realized that maintaining his innocence was not doing it. Gotcha. The Ted Bundy tapes were one of the last times he revealed almost everything in oh. those. So if you get the chance to watch that documentary, actually, it sounds like you should just watch the movie at this point. Right. But yeah. I don't know. Watch them both. Because it's I'm sure Sarah's going to want to. I'm sure Sarah's going to want to. She does. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> they're on the they're on the feed. Yeah, the say. Ted Bundy tapes are fascinating. I haven't finished those yet, but this right. movie was just it was very good. Word. If I'm not divulging off of your watch things, I was saying that like Sorry. no, it's okay. No, I want to make sure you get everything in. Um, I was saying that I don't I don't even care. It's such short short format and easy shooting that we can do. We'll do a cover episode of When Daniel Met Rich called Our Favorite Murders because we we love the girls over at My Favorite Murder and mm-hmm. we'll do that. We're also we can also shoot a short twenty five minute episode of Richard Danny. Okay, we can sit out front. I'll hold Coraline in my lap and say hard no a lot. You'll fart in your overalls and ask us questions about anal. We're going to put Joe in a onesie. What kind of fucking onesie is that? (laughs) Let him debate everything with us. We weren't so fucking awkward, bud. We're going to put Ellie in a bikini on a lawn chair in front of us (laughs) to sunbathe. Congratulations, Joe. You've become dairy. We can trade. We can trade, though. We'll do a second episode, and we can all change roles for fun. Have fun. Because my name is Dan, but you identify with Squirrely Dan. I identify with Squirrely Dan so hard. Exactly. But I know Coraline will let me hold her like Wayne holds all of his dogs. She really would. I need to take a women's studies class. (laughs) Now, hold. I will not stand for the don't you say the R word about us drugging the dogs. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Joe. 
You'll get it soon. I'm second ready. season. I'm ready. Second season. I'm ready. Second season. You suffocates me here. It's true. Let's move on to the news. God, I sounded like Wayne and I didn't <laughs> mean <laughs> to. Damn. <laughs> You're reporting on the news with your buds the other day. Letter, we'll get through this fast so Joe can go ham on Devil May Cry. The Watchmen teaser. Mm. I didn't see it. Oh, this Watchmen. Did you see the Watchmen teaser? Yeah. In front of. Was it, was it in front of or behind? What is that? Huh? It was in front of. Yeah. yeah. Game of Thrones, yeah. Oh, that's why I didn't see it. That's right. Yep. What do you, what do you, Joe? You look reserved. I, I am. Right? I'm a little reserved too. I think any adaptation of Alan Moore is going to kind of Ooh. miss the point. Air. Really? Because V for Vendetta was a better movie than the actual graphic novel. I would disagree with that. I would. Oh, you're the first person I found. Well. <laughs> Yeah, I went Weren't back we and I read the. Were we supposed to talk gra- about this a I year ago? I, I just don't. And then watched the movie right afterwards, and I was like, "No, it's the novel's still better." Yeah. Hard no. <laughs> hard. So hard I, no. I, I, Let's not I do this now. <laughs> yeah, but Watchmen. We'll, we'll do this later. Yes. I'm. I'm kind of with Joe on it. I'm. I'm excited for it, but I'm reserved. Right. I am a little bit too. I mean, I'll watch it. I'll. I'll watch it for sure. But yeah. Because yeah. I, I think. I think any anything going on with that story is missing mm-hmm. the point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's I mean, it was in a medium for kind of criticizing that medium itself. So, I don't I do just, expand. <laughs> We're very vague right now. Yeah, well, cuz it was like, I get it, but listeners, like answering the most innocent and childish of like all childhood wishes of what if superheroes were real and watchman goes it would suck right because they would only be people that can let you down and human because they're human Mm. and that's i mean that's kind of the point of it so i think in order for watchman to work they would have to fundamentally change its message to be more about the medium that it's actually in Okay. So it'd have to be more critical of TV than comics, I suppose. Okay. And we know so little about it yeah. and its premise. We're seeing like all these snippets and little things about like these new characters and what they look like and all their outfits, but we don't know a damn thing about the approach of this except for the fact that Jeremy Irons is old Ozzy Mandias, you know? Which is just brilliant freaking casting. I, love I mean, that. Jeremy Irons could read the mm-hmm. Spaghetti Factory menu to me, and I would listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> when they got Jeremy Irons, I wonder if the caster just looked at Damon Lindelof and and said, uh, "We just casted Ozzy Mendez." And also, be prepared, Lindelof doing it because yes. he he had doesn't have a great track record for delivering what he says he's going to deliver. So yes, and no, Base Motel was all him. Okay, fair enough. And I'll then he did another then. show called The Leftovers on HBO. I guess it was just three seasons, but I never saw that show go below a nine point all right, review all right. ratings and stuff. So, I'm but you're I'm right. I'm reservedly excited. It's a it's just too little to make any but kind of like to get truly excited, and I feel that. Yeah, Rich, I, I'm fairly certain that the Watchmen movie is what made Alan Moore retire. So, <laughs> I'm wondering if he's just gonna take to social media after seeing this and be like, "All right, folks, the fuck you do because of the <laughs> ending or." No, kind of the whole movie. I mean, like, 
what changed about the Zack movie? Zack Snyder. That? He he kind of didn't. I don't want to say he didn't get it because that sounds mean, but he right. didn't get it. Um, like he made all the fight scenes look really cool, mm-hmm. and he made especially Rorschach seem like really cool and like mm-hmm. this anti-hero when he's not. Well, the like, movie had to be interesting somehow. But the comic was interesting, <laughs> though. Truth, though. Truth. And that's why I just say, like, it, it was an okay... It was a, I mean, I like the movie. Right. I but do, too. A lot of people yeah. love the movie. I enjoyed the movie. But I... It's one of those things where I just... I'm not sure if Zach got it. Makes sense. Okay. Makes sense. I, I think Zach got it, but I don't think... They, <laughs> I don't think the powers that be let him do what he needed to do. That's fair. I could see that. I think the people bankrolling it were holding him back, and he was just kind of like, it was a a movie of compromise. That's fair. Makes sense to me. So we just got to see more about this. Now, there was a shot in the trailer. That's for you. That's a gift. What looked a lot like a pirate flag hanging on a sickle. Yes. If they can go... If this series can reflect on the actual comic itself more than the movie, hypothetically, it would be, you know, if they do it the right way, that would make it, that would be one of the biggest bullet points in making it a successful show, you know? Mm-hmm. And being that if it's based on the comics, that means it wasn't Dr. Manhattan that destroyed half the world. It was a giant alien that destroyed half the world. Alien monster. Yeah. Right? I would be excited to see that in a museum, live action. Right, 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 um, right. I, yeah, and, uh, and it okay. could be one of those things where I think where I don't think it's a good adaptation, but I still enjoy it. Yeah, that too. Right. That yeah. too. Just like the Watchmen movie, enjoying it because it's more of the property we want. Yeah, right. Yeah. Makes sense. I say we do a Watchmen review series called Voyeurism. Oh, I was going to say watching the Watchmen, but that's fine. <laughs> I'm on board with that. <laughs> We're watching the Watchmen. <laughs> well, Eric, uh, why don't you Google Watchmen podcasts? Uh, I, don't have, I don't have 100 bucks to put on the table, so never mind. Um, <laughs> but voyeurism. Uh, watching the Watchmen would be, you know, like the next obvious idea, but we can talk about that when it comes out. There was a trailer this week. I mean, there were a couple trailers, but probably the most important one. It chapter two. Mm. Oh, you watch this one? I started it. I oh, was okay. at work, oh. so I had to run away. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, boom. I was like, and it chapter. Oh, and there's a toilet flooding. Ellie, All right. <laughs> tell us about it. You're asking me to tell us tell us about it. Uh-huh. Uh, but you haven't said barely anything. That's this true. I mean, I'm giving yeah, you something to no, talk that's about. Fair. <laughs> I mean, I don't really know what to say other than I'm very excited uh, for the movie. They did an excellent job with the casting. I'm very excited to see Bill Hader in a horror movie. That too. As an older Noah. Or is it oh, Noah's? Wow. Richie. Richie, thank you. I haven't read the books. You should read the books. It's fucking weird. I was like, there's one where he's like, <laughs> just say the Wait very second, least. Is Bill Hader an older Finn Wolfhard? Yes. Yeah. <gasps> Yeah, you didn't know that. Yes, no yeah. it's happening. Um, I'm so excited. Jessica Chastain is older Beth, and yeah, Beth. I saw that. And then who else? Doesn't James like McAvoy. Other, like Joe, I started it while I was at work. I saw that it dropped. I was like, "Ooh, let's watch this!" And I started it, and then, and then the lady did the run, and I was like, mm, "Oh, <laughs> the, the fucking old lady that just sits there." For 15 seconds, just yeah. smiling. In the beginning, yeah. did you guys see oh, the old lady at least? Yeah, yeah I saw the old lady. I saw, 
I think that's the best way to kind of like give us an idea of how they're going to make this worse in the first movie. Right. I feel like the first movie was truly like a children's adventure as dark as it could go. Right. right? The second one, they're adults now, so it can be full adult horror. And I think they're going to capitalize on that. I hope so. Yeah. Cool. As long as well, I mean, I just love Stephen King in general. Right. But I heard the tongue biting with Chud. That's fucking weird. Is going to actually happen in this movie. <laughs> I the really hope wills. there's one specific scene that does not happen in the movie that happened in the book. It will never but happen. But we already skipped past that in the first not, movie. Not really. With the turtle? If no. no. <laughs> Is it the sewer orgy? Yes. yes. Yeah. No. We do not need that they in the go, movie. It, in it's the less of an orgy and more of a conga line. It's, yeah, <laughs> more of a let's run a train on Bev. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, that was weird to read. <laughs> it was so weird. I'm just like, oh, we just we made it. Let's. Uh, you should listen hey. to the audiobook. <laughs> oh god. No, no. Oh god. The Stephen King audiobooks are a treasure. I'm just mm-hmm. telling you guys right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Who narrates that one? Michael Jackson. Wow. 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 Because we're talking about it. Wow. <laughs> Michael C. Hall uh, does I Pet Cemetery, though. Correct. I'm looking up to see uh, Stephen Weber. Gotcha. Okay. I don't know who that is. Duly noted. Oh, now, Stephen Weber? Yeah. Oh, who is Stephen Weber? He um, enlightened me. Wow. I would, if it's the guy I'm thinking of, I'm fairly certain it is. He, um, he was on Wings. He, uh, He's a funny guy. His Twitter's hilarious. Okay. Um, he was recently Does he on iZombie. while he's reading it? <laughs> he, he was recently on yep, oh. it Yeah. He was recently on iZombie as right. like the head nice. of uh, the fucking Max Ranger. Right. Yeah. Okay. He did a good job. I liked it. I've listened good. to it three or four times. What do you good. use for your audiobooks, too? Audible. Yeah, Audible. 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 Dude, you get... 16 bucks you get a credit every month and audiobooks are like 40 bucks plus every time right. so it's it saves you a lot of money to plus get how that many free do you book. get per month though one well you and get, well and now you the get audible originals that yeah. you get but i've never done it before. i've never done it either. plus when you buy like a bundle of credits it's like 30 bucks so you're getting three books oh. for 30 bucks for the price of less yeah. than one exactly right that's like, why i have so many books on audible yeah can you download them and share them if you log into my Amazon. Oh, okay. Will do. <laughs> you too? Yeah, well, and that's the, that's, well, that's the cool thing about Audible is you can log into someone else's, download the book, log out, log back into yours, and you still have that book. Oh, mm-hmm. so if I got Audible, I could hit the both of you up, be like, what's in your libraries? And I'll get something mm-hmm. with my have, Audible credit that we all want to listen to, but I don't have it. I yet. have the Sword of Truth series. I have... Yummy. Uh, yeah, those are schlocky as hell. I love it. Um, and like the Dark Tower series, oh, I've got okay. like Neil Gaiman's hard. North mythology, and I'm working on Lord of the Rings right now. Dope. Mm. I would totally. I think I would have to get Wheel of Time. I, I mean, really. Oh, and I listened. To, I finally read Dune. <laughs> How was it? Oh wow! How was it? <laughs> what is Dune like? It was. I mean, it was. It was good. I, <laughs> Why I, are you laughing like that, Rich? I, because I've read Dune. Yeah, I I've mean, actually read Dune. Is it a I tough book? To listen to it for to read. Good. It's. I mean, no. It's it's an easy read. It's really the world building is great. I think it wrapped up a little too neatly for my taste, mm. which turned me off from finishing it. The series because there's like eight books. Yeah. There's oh. like actually there's like fifteen books. Oh, yeah, so you you did your first book and you were like that was oh, enough. I have Dracula too. Yeah, see, <laughs> I read, I started, I read the amazing. original trilogy, the Dune, Dune Messiah, and Children of Dune. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Dragon Riders of Pern, I would get that. See that I started it 
and it bored me to tears mm-hmm. in the first like three chapters i was just like oh god i would so much rather read something i think my Rice mom books. knew it would bore me oh as an ADHD god. kid because i was like they i read really those when i, I want to read like that dragon grade. riders of Pern. and she I was like love read this dude handed me a corna really? a unicorn girl <laughs> by the same authors nice still didn't get me anywhere though nice <laughs> but i digress sorry oh so the Anne rice vampire books yes that too yeah uh, yeah See, I read those. Those mm. are good. Oh, uh, yeah. They I got really that. weird, though. Yes, they did. <laughs> they <Wow>. got <laughs> really weird. It's like the vampire status who we're going to follow. And hey, all of a sudden, he's pansexual. So enjoy this. <laughs> he's always been pansexual. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Unless that's it's Aaliyah. Awesome. That's a hell of a list right there. Uh, it's almost been two years. Nice. So Avatar sequel has been delayed again to 2022 well, or 23. <laughs> right? Is that is I, this the uh, at this Avatar point, sequel? I just, the big blue, the big blue people. Yeah. Yes. The, the, the big blue planet. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the at, yes. <laughs> at this point, I just don't care anymore. Right. It's hard to care, but it, the reason well, for this continue. No, to go. No, you go. I talk too much. I was just gonna say I really enjoyed it in IMAX 3D, and mm-hmm. then I watched it at home, and I was like, "This movie's this garbage." Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's "Why okay. the fuck didn't this dude it's die a, an hour ago?" Right. Right. Yeah, it's it was so funny. A, it was very, it was a very hard. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no one realizes <laughs> hard it. But Disney's first live action remake was Pocahontas. God damn it! <laughs> was it, that it, was hard? it was It was more dances with wolves than it was. Yeah, yeah. Pocahontas. No, that was the last samurai. And they anyway. redid Pocahontas <laughs> with much better with Moana. Anyway, yeah, yeah uh, basic. Not well. Yes, but yes. I love that but movie. I, I do love, too. I love Moana so much. Uh, but I also just love The Rock. He can be in so many bad and movies. And Clement. That, yeah. That was my tipping point for this show where I was like, we have to motherfucking do this podcast is because we went out to dinner <laughs> for Christy's birthday. Um, two months before her accident, I think it was. So this was like a year ago, a little over a year ago. And we went to dinner for her birthday and we were just sitting there like chatting it up and then talking about Moana and literally like, and then I hear rich on the other side of me go, man, I haven't been able to stop listening to that Moana soundtrack since the movie came out. It's true. And I lean out past Sarah to look at him (laughs) and Sarah is already like jaw dropped. And she looks at me because I haven't been able to stop listening to the (laughs) Moana soundtrack since it came out. We should let people know the things that are happening (laughs) in our lives right now. Yeah. But yes, that was pretty epic. Just seeing the look on Sarah's face when I said I haven't been able to stop listening to the Moana soundtrack since it came out. She was just kind of like, <gasps> "It's like when someone can verify that they've seen the same haunting thing that you have. Yeah. Like they've seen the ghostly apparition too. Yeah. Like they know." It looked like thing. I had just stomped directly onto her grave. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, more so, yeah. So the Avatar sequel was delayed, but here's why: is because they're going to offset it every year with the new Star Wars trilogy, which is confirmed yep. to be the one that the Game of Thrones uh, uh, showrunners are working on. Ryan Johnson's trilogy, not sure where that is. There's a part of me that feels like Star Wars might be afraid of cashing in on him when people aren't so happy with the last jedi maybe they're calling their tits after they realize everything in the last jedi was done purposely yeah after they see rise of the skywalker what are you are you are you saying that trilogies might be like planned ahead of time what well, maybe just a little bit just a things little bit. happen in advance so <laughs> if my calendar is right 2022 i'm feeling we'll menaced by phantoms the next star wars film then 2023 avatar 2 
and they have like yeah, five, I, four new avatars coming out. Yeah. Yeah, five Avatar five. Avatar 2, Electric Bluegaloo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Thank Is you. Is anybody else like majorly creeped out by the fact that when they fucked by connecting ponytails, you realized that he had connected with the horse? Well, and hold on. Before that. My, my friend in high school had the Avatar book. Mm-hmm. And they don't actually have sex with the ponytails. That just connects their minds. They do have other genitals as well. They're just dogging, there you go. essentially. That's your phone. You just destroyed, <laughs> like, four episodes worth of joking. <laughs> I'm really sorry. It's like, it's like the Avatar, it's like the Pandora Survival Guidebook. So it's like holding hands it's before still, you no, use no, your actual cool. genitals. Yeah, it's but essentially, really it's, it's, it's still docking. The movie, they fucked by po- connecting ponytails. They did. I they, will believe it when I see a giant Pandoran penis. <laughs> Just Were they like, just like docking? And it's got the weird fucking ponytail thing too. She's like, is that interaction? And he looks down at his pants. No. Honestly, I can't tell anymore. <laughs> Video. No, it's listeners. a face hugger. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> Joe, you play Devil May Cry. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm still I'm still playing Devil May Cry Five. I'm oh. working through the second hardest difficulty right now because you have to play through them in order. Um, so I'm getting through Son of Sparta right now, and then I'll get to do Dante Must Die. What is Son of Sparta? It's oh. the second okay. after you play it the first time. The campaign's short, right? Again, it it's definitely longer than any of the other Devil May Cries, but it's still okay. short by okay. video game. And you skip through multiple characters or there's three characters you have nero v and dante um nero is from devil may cry 4 he still has his exceed the engine blade and everything that's a lot of fun you get a lot uh more abilities with him um you don't get to switch weapons or anything uh near the end do you guys care about spoilers no i do you do? I yeah. Do. If All right. Not, I can leave the room. Right. No, so fine. do so do so listeners probably. Near the end, you get new abilities too that you can take into the new playthroughs right from the start, oh, and okay. they're excellent. Okay. Do they it's tie that into great. the story too? And oh yeah. Oh, it's de- it's way tied into the story. I've heard God, it was very tight in that aspect of that they make the replayability feel a lot less ar- arcade mode and a lot more like something that's meant to happen in this story. Yeah. Um. And I mean, it doesn't make sense. If when you restart the game with these new abilities, it doesn't make any sense story wise, mm-hmm. but right. you just it's it's cool how it ties into the story. I think the story was one of the best parts. There's like there's so many scenes that I've showed my girlfriend and she's like, This is the weirdest fucking game I've ever seen in my life. And Typical. I was like, You're damn Typical. right, and it's excellent. Right? She um, should watch Bayonetta. <laughs> <laughs> Jiggle physics. <laughs> But it's a it's a whole lot of fun. I'm enjoying the heck out of it. Mm-hmm. Like just one of the weapons is just so much. Especially like Dante is a lot of fun to play. I still don't like V. Um, he's very hands off. Like literally, he has. I heard he has like uh, animals that fight for him. Ooh. Instead, you have like a button to each one, That's and that do different attacks with them. I mean, and it's it's interesting. He doesn't. He has the least amount of levels that you play through him as, and there's two levels that you can play as. Do you do the character. campaign straight through and it switches characters, or you do? Um, okay. You start as Nero, and then you go to V, and like it goes, it messes chronologically, but in between each level, it shows you a timeline mm-hmm. of like what's been happening, oh, cool. and you go you go back and forth a lot it's cool i heard it has that cool ass multiplayer 
that was probably the only cool thing out of Resident Evil 6 where you'll be playing and then it matchmakes you with someone else. Has it worked? I, I mean, yeah, it works, but it's not like you play with the other person. You just see them right. in the background Which playing. is still clever. It's That's still, still like, pretty you know. cool. Yeah, it's not, it's not not cool, but, but I've also, also played offline and the computers do it anyway. For too. those of yeah. you who don't know, listeners, um, Resident Evil 6 introduced a thing where you were playing together, but when your stories on different campaigns collided, you would suddenly be playing a four-player match with strangers in their own campaign. Yep. Which is really, really cool. I never got to experience that. I played so late. Yeah. Well, I didn't experience it when I played it new because Sarah and I blasted through the first campaign before deciding the game was barf worthy. Yeah. Um, And it was like, we didn't didn't get, it like literally sat in matchmaking forever and then I just turned it off because I was tired of waiting for people to show up even at launch. But so that stuff is really cool. Um, I mean, and it goes through this in the beginning levels as well. And then in the later levels, there's opportunities for that too. So it it gets really interesting, Mm -hmm. especially like there's a bunch of levels right at the end that follows each of the characters. at the exact same time so you see them everywhere so yeah there's some there's some cool stuff to it but i mean if you enjoy devil may cry it is hands down the best character action game i've ever played dope like easily 10 out of 10 okay Okay. if it it sounds like it's at its peak i really want to talk about what i played but i kind of skipped over a section because i wanted to do a funny segue from the avatar uh ponytail dick I believe we've got some toys to show off. <laughs> I almost brought one. As a segue. Um, <laughs> it's feasible that there are aliens right now trying to figure out how to fuck a Mars rover. It's true. But <laughs> it's true. We're changing what the Funko because sometimes it's not just Funko Pop. Sometimes it's Lego. Sometimes it's additional things. Cool little toys. And we're going to name that new section. What the fuck did you buy? What the schmelz. Yes. <laughs> or no. Not what the schmelz. I don't know what you called it. Whatever. Full schmelz. It's called going full schmelz. That's what it is. Uh, uh, full here it is officially. It's table. called full schmelz. I'm going to go full schmelz all over this table. Because sometimes when you're Richard Schmelz, you, you, you're like, maybe I could spend a couple bucks mm-hmm. on a Lego, and then you spend $500 on four sets. Mm-hmm. And it was 100% worth it, right? You don't hold back. It's treat yourself, but in our enclave, we call it full schmelz. Going full schmelz. And Mr. Richard Schmelz went full Schmelz. Would you care to divulge? Okay. Where should I begin? I think I'll start here. Okay, do it. So for Christmas, I got a $50 gift card for the Lego eShop. Toys. Thank you, Cody and Jordan. So I was holding on to it, trying to figure out what I wanted to get. Mm Mm-hmm. And all these cool sets keep dropping. Flintstone set, Steamboat Willie set. There's just all like, Legos. Yes. Oh, I haven't seen these at all. Oh man. Oh, they're super awesome. And there's more and more and more stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Like they're doing the next three Harry Potter movies in sets. So we're gonna Saw get that. the Night Bus. We're gonna get Hagrid's Hut. It's it's gonna be nice. Anyway. Well, I was holding on to this gift card, and I was like, what do I get? What do I get? What do I get? And then Star Wars Day hit. Hmm. May the 4th. And so I was able to get three sets for that <laughs> for that gift card because all the Star Wars sets were on sale. So, first off, I got the Elite Praetorian Guard set. Ooh. It's so fancy. And let's face it, the main reason I got this is because of red right. minifigs. 
Also, it's the best fight in Star Wars history. Yeah. Yeah, and I love those Praetorians. They're awesome. And then I got the Darth Vader transformation. That dope. Because I wanted that Darth Vader minifig. I've never had a Darth Vader minifig in my whole life. I really wanted one, and I finally got one. Well, yeah, now you do, and it's a really cool set. It is a really cool cool set, set. because it switches out the... Yes, it has the battle-burned Anakin. Oh, yeah. And Emperor Palpatine and Darth Vader. Oh, yummy. So pretty much you can flip Anakin around to become Darth Vader. Grill both sides evenly. Then he can... (laughs) So then he can go, no! When Padme, when he realizes that Pam, Padme died because she was sad. <laughs> also true. <laughs> Medical ball was not there for her. <laughs> <laughs> also true. And the third set is on back order. That's Yoda's hut. Uh-huh. So that will be arriving here in the next three to eight days. Something like that. Beautiful. <coughs> and then, and then I went to the stout. Because Ooh. Toy Story 4 had some Funko Pops release this past week. So I picked up Duke Kaboom. This is Keanu Reeves' character <laughs> in Toy Story 4. That is the only reason I picked this up, because it is Keanu Reeves' character. Love it. And I have, I have an interesting side story for Keanu Reeves. Video format if you guys want to see this. Yeah, if you want to see this, it's on the Google. I should have brought mine. And of course, I had to get the Ooh, little green man. Of course, the little green man. <laughs> of course. Ooh. Uh, of course, I had to get that because, yeah. You're doing a lot of clicking. <laughs> I have the original Alien Funko Pop from mm-hmm. the original Toy Story. Keep talking. Okay. <laughs> I'm scared. And then I picked up Forky <laughs> because this guy looks freaking adorable. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. <laughs> I love Panthe. Oh, Shazbot. Sorry. All right. God there's like a there's like the a table. there's like a twisty tie that I think is like slowly lodging into the fan, but not hard enough. We just have to put up with a little bit of clicking. Oh, okay. How annoying is that going to be? Not very. I really just thought he was like fighting <laughs> Papa Badger from the with the mouse. He was just like yeah, aggressively clicking. <laughs> right. So I really wanted to pick up Ducky and Bunny too, mm-hmm. but I I got I I had to draw the line really? somewhere. Yes. I got the. Uh, it's like a baseball card in the spokes. <laughs> <laughs> I got the uh, Patina Stanley. Nice. That's about all I got, pop wise. Nice. So those were the pops. And those are some of the Lego sets that I picked up. Sorry. But my my funny Keanu Reeves story. Yes, please. So my sister took to Facebook this past week, and she was like, "Uh, my son is now old enough that he is wanting to get away from animated features and get into more adult movies, but we want to kind of keep it reasonable so what would be some age appropriate movies for him to watch okay and so everybody's listing their suggestions and i put this long list in there and i suggested holes Mm -hmm. and explorers Mm -hmm. and and hole explorers nope that's for when he's (laughs) over 18 (laughs) i could loan him that one (laughs) 
But I was listing all these movies and I listed The Matrix because my brother-in-law is also very, very into philosophy. And The Matrix is probably the best simulus simulation argument put to a movie. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you should probably let him check out The Matrix. My sister has this weird thing about Keanu Reeves. She can't watch him because anytime she sees him, she just sees Ted Theodore Logan. <laughs> Excellent. And I'm like, and I'm like, how is this a bad thing? Exactly. Okay, do you realize that Ted had a most triumphant adventure with his best friend Bill? Come on. Most bodacious. <laughs> it was most triumphant. I would also like to take this opportunity to reach back and say out loud that Avengers Endgame put itself into the pantheon of time travel movies by also being a movie that said screw all the other time travel movies and they're yeah. dumb rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, it's, I didn't want to No, and the there. fun part of that was that the Incredible Hulk suddenly became credible. So. <laughs> thank you. Truth is. Thank you. Truth is. He could cite his sources. Anyway. <laughs> I got so, some Overwatch Lego sets, but they're they're at home and they're really cool. I want to get more. I just haven't gotten around to it. Eventually, soon, by the end of the year, I think I'm gonna have them all. Yes. You think you'll get this one? Oh, I'm definitely getting the Stranger Things upside down set. Oh, that's excellent. So ready. You build the upside down and it stands on the trees. I know. I'm excited oh, for July so 4th, cool. and it's not for the birthday of America. And when you flip it on the other side, <laughs> it's the buyer's house. Yes. With the light up so tree cool. or the light up map and stuff Thick. of letters, I'm all for that. Super hard. Um, uh, I might have to get that one myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Since I'm man building Legos again, put me into a mm -hmm. like, oh. see. And I I liked Legos, but I was definitely of the Bionicle generation. Oh. Right. Yep. And. Yeah, we did. Oh, nice. yeah. We busted out the Bionicles when we were playing. It was oh, it was a good time. Those were I I loved having so many sets that I could create these behemoths and spiders and all kinds of stuff. Oh, it was great. There's a guy that has taken a bunch of those Bionicle pieces and used them as architecture for like the arches over doorways and windows and stuff. Oh, that's so awesome. it's this massive gothic building, and I'm like, holy. Crap, how do you get all those pieces? And I look closer. It's Bionicle weapons. That's so awesome. <laughs> it was it was super tight. I was just like, oh. I remember one year, it was probably like my ninth birthday or my eighth. I got, I had a whole bunch of people come over and I probably got like 15 Bionicle sets, which Ooh. like, mm. it was like four blues and like five reds, but it was great. Oh, I, yeah. I turned them into all kinds of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember the bad the bad guy's name. Makuta. Yes, it was Makuta. Oh, yes, Island I do Montemui. remember it. He he was my favorite one. <laughs> yeah, he was cool. One of these days, we'll all sit around and watch Bionicle: The Mask of Light on. DVD. I still have that on DVD. We can review it yes. and play the games. <laughs> okay. Too. So it's actually a very well done movie. I, I, I was surprised. I enjoyed the games. We were talking about it on a podcast mm -hmm. like a few ago that there actually there was a game that was supposed to come out but got canceled, and they were teasing it a bunch. Um, but it was actually rescued and is like being finished nice. actively. But you have to. It's so old that they had to find a computer that ran Windows ninety six to open it. <laughs> Sounds about right. Soon though. Soon though. Soonish. Soonish. Games. What is the deal with this Destiny 2 uh, update? 
Uh, and the raid dropping on the same day as the God, new I'm so season excited. content. I'm so excited, but I'm going to be so far behind because I might play a lot of Destiny, but I don't get anywhere in it. But uh, with the new update, they brought back a uh, a gun that was pretty pretty fun to get. Gallahorn. No. Okay. <laughs> He's like, not the goddamn Gallahorn. <laughs> get that Gallahorn out of my fucking face. Is that the whispering worm? Do we need Brian to come back and tell us about this? No, I don't know. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm such a Destiny noob. That's okay. I I have the si- oh. I only have the 640 gear that you get from the season. Pass. Yeah, <laughs> we, that's the last thing we did in Destiny 2 actually. Let's get to yeah. yeah, we have 640. And now we're Fair ready enough. for some freaking raids already except those have harvest. You need to take a Tuesday off, Ellie. I want to. And just get I, us through take us through. One of these days we'll all have a Tuesday off. Okay. And we'll go through. Alternatively, Rich can watch and barf. Alternatively, you could you guys could both take a Friday off. Nope, never going to happen. I, I do have this Friday off, but it's for a graduation. Yeah. And Fuck. I had to basically sell my soul and work tomorrow Fair. to do I, it. I could take a Friday off, but I don't want to take a Friday off just to vomit. Yeah. Fair. Makes sense <laughs> to me. So there's a raid dropping on the same day. Was that controversial or something? Yeah, because there's always like a huge world's first race uh, when a raid drops. So basically all the tryhards, all the streamers, all the content creators build their teams and they try to beat the raid in the first day and they try to do it first because that you actually get like a champion belt from bungie if your team beats it first oh wow but now they can't they can't prep with the content drop because they're gonna have other things they need to do first so they can't do it fastest without literally depriving themselves of sleep for who knows how long right which is exactly what's happened yikers yeah like uh did it drop already no okay no i'm saying before like they would still lose a whole bunch of sleep and just not stop playing until mm-hmm. they were raid ready, which it, it, it was it was a grind. Do they know people in Asia die from playing games for too long? They're getting not paid. Why Asia. do they care? Oh, they get paid. Streamers. Oh, duh. Mm-hmm. It's right. all okay, streamers that do it. Yep. That Why makes not? Sense. That makes if it sense. was my job, I know that's what You're I'd be doing. Damn right. <laughs> Truth. I've taken so many release days off. I am understanding the addiction that is Destiny, however, though, because I've been wanting to get on a lot recently. Just get on and just play some matches, do a couple little quest things, do grindy things just to meet goals. Mm -hmm. And I'm just sitting here like, I have 25 games that I want to play. Like, 12-year-old Daniel would be going nuts Mm -hmm. not knowing where to start. And all I want to do is play Destiny 2 right now. You know how I felt for the past four years. Oh, yeah. No, I actually do. No, I I actually thought in my head this is how Ellie feels. All the time. Yeah. Like, is that, there's a bunch of games that I want to play, but they're not Destiny. Crap. 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 I would probably watch one of those raid streams if I was guaranteed a Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> also true. Also true. Yeah. Also true. We'll put a controller in your hand for like five minutes for us to do that. So you, you I can... would be that guy. Everybody's like planning the raid, and I just run it. Yep. Leroy. You start running. You don't even make it inside. Jiggly. <laughs> Time out, guys. I puked on my headset. Because <laughs> first person it's all games don't work. <laughs> it's sounds damage. like it's underwater. Because it kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> it's under carrots. Oh. So that'll be fun. But yes. Daniel and I have a lot of a lot of catching up to do. We played uh Ellie and I also played Cuphead though. Oh nice. On the Switch. 
on the Switch. Ooh, fun. Yeah. Plugged it in the dock. I will never play it handheld. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless it's set down and far away from me. And <laughs> being a person who's beat it, we actually got through a lot of the first bosses in, what, the 45 minutes we played? Yeah. It's weird going back and playing it. I played it with a GameCube controller. But I'm <laughs> confident I can carry everyone through it now after that. Okay. It's still going to be a hard, terrible, difficult bitch of a game. <laughs> but if y'all want to be Cuphead, I'll take you there. I love that I picked up the GameCube controller. Oh, you got it? I got the I got the Zelda one. Oh, wired? Zelda one. Wired one, yes. Cool. We're, and cool. Nice. Yes. Yeah, uh, man, I'm excited for like a Metroid Prime remake. Should I go get it? Get us a... Should I go show it get off? Us a, I know. Get I'm, it was, I'm still well, so was, bummed. Full came and went. Oh, that's true. I'm, I'm happy that they'd rather nix a bad version of the game mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. start over but okay. i'm still bummed that it'll be at least two years from this moment that almost yeah. confirms that they'll have the metroid prime trilogy for us though to they give us at least something, something. rumors are that it's basically finished they're just sitting on it yep yep but those are rumors they so. need a game to release once a month just like they did this last winter and they'll mm-hmm. do it just watch them i'm so excited for e3 this year e is gonna i know be i'm really just like Nintendo. <laughs> Mostly, yeah. Yes. So, uh, I played Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. Okay. The cool thing about Wolfenstein and the experience I had in the first game is that it does tell a pretty pivotal story about it really gets you. Wolfenstein is about an American soldier who's killing Nazis in an alternate universe 80s where the Nazis won World War II. And is it still BJ Blazkowicz? It is still BJ Blazkowicz. And he totally gets his shit rocked, and then he wakes up in a hospital, um, and he falls in love with his nurse, um, who who goes on to be his wife. And you kind of, like, build this resistance from the ground up. You're totally, like, uh, it's like you are straight rebels versus the Empire in a way. But they do these things with the Nazis and the Nazi leaders that make you actually hate them. And that's my favorite part of these Wolfenstein games is that not, it's not just the game before we were like, oh, it's cool because I can shoot people and they're, they happen to be Nazis, so that's cool, killing them. In Wolfenstein, you go, I cannot fucking wait <laughs> to blow the brains out of some Nazi skulls <laughs> because it makes you hate them. And um, starting Wolfenstein 2, I put it off for a year because it's been out for a year, but it came out on Game Pass, and I was like, okay, I really have no excuse now. That was the best investment I ever made. Yes, it is, and thank you for it. Um, and <laughs> so I started it, and I heard that the story was good in the first place, so I start it, and I go in. And I was crying in the first 15 minutes of the game. Like The Last of Us crying? Ugh. <laughs> like The Last of Us crying. God damn it. Um, Sorry, I didn't mean to bring it up. Minor spoilers for, for the first I'm 15 minutes of the game. The first, you're going to be really interested in this, Rich. Um, oh, I'm paying attention. The uh, <laughs> He's not going to be able to play it, but he's going to... I'm not going to be able to play it at all. Exactly. Um, but you're going to love everything I'm going to say. They they definitely make a lot of statements. They decided to go almost... It's almost political, the statements that they make in this game, but the way it begins... Um, is at the end of the first Wolfenstein. These are spo- minor spoilers for a one-year-old game and a, what, four- or five-year-old game. Yeah. But how loud is that, Eric? Is it too loud? Is it okay? Okay. So the uh, the game starts where the last game left off. You literally are killing the bad guy, and he opens a grenade. 
and then it explodes on you and then bj falls down it's like okay fade uh, just blow it up fade to black and it literally ends with a cliffhanger there and how does that make you feel ellie it's an open box and the uh <laughs> it's really hard he's to get wearing through this. a canadian flag as his cape sorry he's perfect he's perfect um, game picks up right there, and they pick you up. And while you're flashing in and out of a doctor putting your intestines back inside of you, oh, cute. Wow. From the point of view, you're flashing back to your mom. You're in a bed with this lady, and she says, "You're a strong boy." And she's talking with an accent, but it's not German. And she says, "I'm I'm sorry, you're you know you don't feel good right now. I got you porridge and soup, so you know whatever you want to feel better and be a strong boy." Uh, cut back to um, her again. She says, "I have a, a ring in a box. It's an heirloom, and it's been passed down for generations and generations. Um, don't worry about it." And she's petting the dog that's sitting on the bed with you. Um, and, and she says, you have to hide this because you know how your dad is. And you see down the hallway, the dad but walks in the door and goes, where's supper? Cut in and out of more um, more uh, scenes where, you're, where Anya, your nurse girlfriend, is now, uh, um, she's at your bedside table saying she's, she's pregnant with twins. And you're out again and you flash back and you're sitting in a closet with the dog the dog is whimpering and the man storms into the room and she says you're not touching our son again and he says do you know how hard it is to run a business i married you because you jews are penny skimpers scrimpers and i knew it'd be an investment and i can't run this business if our son is seen kissing that n-word girl under the tree. Ooh boy. What a stand-up so guy. First 15 minutes. Damn. First 15 minutes. Wow. I'm so damn triggered. He slaps the mom. The dog jumps out of the closet and goes for him. He throws the dog out the door, kicks it, throws it out the door. And then as young... As young BJ Blaskowitz... You have to run at your father and throw vases oh, at so him. Try cool. to stop him. And he picks you up by your scruff, maybe your throat, maybe your scrotum. and says, you think you're strong, boy, but I'm going to make you strong. Ugh. Cut to real life where you've survived a grenade, point blank. Well, you're strong. <laughs> yes. Fast forward to uh, three hours of gameplay where I'm in New York and I'm finding the last surviving colony, Afro-Americans. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and the Nazis show up at the door figuring out that the survivors are African-American. They said, we're going to eradicate the last of them. And BJ says, get out of here. And he kicks the door shut, knocks over a fucking dresser to block the door. And he says, let's kill some fucking Nazis. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Right? So it's really like it's got a large political theme to it. And it's really digging in on these themes. And in a very dark way. And there's things about it that I haven't actually liked. There's more to those flashbacks. There's one more scene that's really, really dark. Um, that involves uh, the dad. You play as a mother, and your the dad ties your hands with a shotgun to a sawhorse in the basement and points the gun at the dog and says, "If you can't make sacrifices, then I've got no use for you." You have an option not to shoot the dog, of course. So I waited as long as I could to see if I didn't have to do anything, and I didn't shoot the dog. And then he did naturally. But this is just the first fifteen minutes of Wolfenstein Two. 
and they've well, always raved about the story and how good the story is, and they're right. I love it. Yeah, love I'm sold. It. All right. I'm waiting to see how much, and the gameplay, of course, is fine. I have issues with the difficulty. I hear it's brutally difficult. I could not enjoy the story. Now, I was in the first mission. Now, granted, you wake up in the middle of an attack on a Nazi U-boat that you stole, and you have to get around the first level in a wheelchair <laughs> through the U-boat. That's aggravating. It's actually really fun because you have to roll down ramps and stuff. And every time you go downstairs, like sometimes like you get thrown out of the chair and you have to crawl back into it while also fighting off Nazis. He can't walk. His kidneys are failing. So there's kind of a time clock on him, but um, the game is incredibly hard. I had to put it on the easiest difficulty. I was like, I'm enjoying the story too much to have to be replaying each section every five minutes. On the medium difficulty, it plays like veteran in Modern Warfare. I heard they basically made the difficulty as if you were playing on a PC. Oh, okay. I'm starting to actually get sick just hearing. Yes, exactly. <laughs> because rolling around I, on a wheelchair. Well, I played Wolfenstein <laughs> 3D, and that game was so freaking brutal. That's how I found out that I can't handle first-person shooters. Yeah, that's was that game. So, so talking um, about this game, I'm just kind of like, <laughs> don't ever play Borderlands in VR. That shit made me dizzy. K. You know what? K. K. Pitter patter. If you guys want to play Wolfenstein too, I highly suggest just easy difficulty. If it like someone like me and you where we're like, I do actually want to beat the like the final um if you do want to beat the final like difficulty, then do that. Whoa. Whoa. And Forky falls on his face. Forky got farked. Go ahead. And that's what I played outside of Destiny. Fair. Fair enough. Eric's been playing Mortal Kombat 11. How is it, Eric? Fatality! (laughs) It's been great and fun, and I love it. Get over here! Yes. All of it. It sounds like a blast. Yes. I want it for its six-hour story and then nothing else. Oh, come on. I'm just saying. And speaking of things that don't have six-hour stories, I forgot I also got Final Fantasy twelve on the Switch. Mm. You start it? Yeah, having a lot of fun with it. I've probably Good. put like 12 hours into it now. Yum. Um, dude, that four times trigger mm-hmm. is a lifesaver. I bet. Those are I some bet. big maps. I'm really glad I don't have to go through those. But it is probably the coolest thing, seeing your monsters from afar just render into the field, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It's dope. Fighting T Rexes and does it feel yeah. like uh, does it feel like Star Wars but Final Fantasy? Well, a little bit, yeah, I can see that. Have you gotten a Balthier and Fran on the airship yet? Oh yeah, I've gotten. Okay, cool. Yeah. I've got all the characters. Perfect. And, and Balthier is Bay, but <laughs> he's like Han Solo but Final Fantasy. <laughs> Fran is like Chewbacca but hot bunny. <laughs> nice. Basically, yeah. long story short. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. I'm glad I'm finally getting to play past the first 10 minutes. Digital? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Right. I, I haven't bought, I don't even own a physical copy yeah, of any game anymore yeah, on it. Don't bother. I always end up selling it. I'm really Same. bad about it. Nintendo? <laughs> that's why I buy games digital, so I don't get rid of them and then buy them again later. Because <laughs> that's true. exactly what I'm going to do. Yeah. Right. Uh, hey, Rich. Yeah. You play any games last week? I I played Breath of the Wild some more. <laughs> I fell back into that. I just don't blame you. I I, well, I picked up the GameCube controller 
that's wired and everything. And I was like, I'm going to try this with Breath of the Wild. And holy shit, is it cool. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, playing with the GameCube controller. and Must have been a blast. It was so comfy. Uh-huh. It was super comfortable. Yeah. That's what we realized when we were playing, like, because Joe brought over his GameCube controllers for us to play Smash, and I was like, it's, I'm at home, like, nothing, this hasn't felt like Smash until I put a GameCube controller in my hand. Yeah. It's so nice. Mm-hmm. So I was playing that, and then it was like, the wife was like, we gotta go somewhere. I was like, okay, I'm taking my Switch. And I, I, the times that I forget to bring my Switch are so infuriating. Yep. Yep. And then the times that I remember to bring my Switch are also infuriating because then my wife's like, why aren't you paying attention to this? I'm like, Lionel, shut up. And what I've been having a lot of fun with is the Master Cycle Zero. That's so much fun. I have been summoning it on Hyrule Castle to do sweet jumps. So I'll like climb all the way up and then summon the cycle, get on and just, just riding down one of the flying buttresses and then just, just ramp off and then. <sighs> I want to go back and play Pretty it, but, awesome. but then I remember all the games I have to beat. And yeah. getting the master cycle is a bear, right. especially when you try and get it as soon as possible with like five hearts. Yeah. Yikers. It's fun. It's good times. Sounds like fun. I enjoy it. Hey, so much. there was a big old Borderlands 3 gameplay event since the last time we played. Or recorded. Y'all? How'd that work out? Who all saw the stuff? I'm, I saw some of it. I'm you, staying away from everything Borderlands until oh. it actually comes out. You told me about most of it. Right. Three skill trees. So there's three active abilities. You don't care if I talk about it here, right? Oh, now. no, you're fine. I'm actually going to go pee. Oh, okay. Three active abilities per tree, which is cool. Found out a lot of the things. I'm thinking the Beastmaster is most like Necromancer okay. in the way that you can summon uh, your helper, <laughs> essentially. And it was it looks cool because it's been like straight polished. So we've got like five years of development. It looks and it looks like it plays the best out of any Borderlands. And we also saw that like the hub is Sanctuary Three, which is a literal ship in space. And you can go to new planets. We need to play this game so bad, Rich. We need to just turn on PS4. Okay. I'm just saying. We need to well, just start I, it. We need to get you I've a bucket to bucket puke over in. There. Do you do you want to get it on PS4 so we can play with Ellie? We'll do it in here. Oh, okay. Split screen. Four person split screen. We'll do a little let's play. I'm thinking. Draw with me. Might okay. might help him because he used to be able to play Halo split screen. Uh Halo. Dang it. Speaking of Halo, I Dang have some. Dang it. Super I'm Halo stuff to talk about. Do you? I do. Do it right now. Oh, well, you're talking about Borderlands. I thank you, and we can be done with Borderlands. Oh, there's guns that shoot cheeseburgers. Okay, neat. Done. And aren't there guns that shoot guns? Or is that Enter the Gungeon? I'm getting my that's gun into the Gungeon. <laughs> that's Enter the Gungeon. But no, might as well. I mean, there's ones that you throw that it's in a shield and it bounces around a couple times and it goes ow, ow, ow. You know, mm-hmm. there's one that you, that actually has legs and it runs and it talks shit while it's running. I saw another one that shoots like brain turrets. So it's like a brain that grows spider legs and then spins like a turret. So they're, the cool thing about the development going so into So they're tying this, it into Doom. Basically. Awesome. And the cool thing about this game is that they're making it as wacky. Like they're increasing the wackiness in addition to the gameplay, in addition to the things you can do. They're capitalizing. They're going all in. And I love it. That's, that's kind of the main thing that would draw me to Borderlands. 
I know. Claptrap is right. You are like, if you were a robot, you would be Claptrap. Me. Uh, truth. Truth. Truthist. I'm really glad you said Halo because I was also trying to find a way to interject him because we missed him in Full Schmelz because he has something really cool. Really? Talk about Halo. Um, It's kind of old news now, um, but it was supposed to be out by now. It's been delayed. Halo is, first of all, coming to Steam. The, right. the MCC is coming to Steam. The PC. Are you going to play that, Eric? Um, right. So it's going to, so for the first time, Halo is going to be on Steam and all of the Halos, mm-hmm. Sans 5. Um, but all of the Halos, Halo Reach, is coming to the MCC, yeah. and I am stoked. They're adding Same. a whole new progression system. They're keeping in all of the armor customization. They're mm-hmm. adding in all the modes. We're going to have, uh, I want to say Firefight, but I feel is like that's not. Is it four-player split screen re- Reach? Oh, yeah. Did you play Reach? I did not. We should take him in. Dude, Reach. We should play Reach. We should Reach do a, is uh, let's play hands down my favorite one. He probably couldn't play the original Reach. There's a hell of a lot of motion blur. Uh, but, but if you can turn it off. The, in the MCC, the you will be able one. to turn it off. It'll be at 60 frames, and you can adjust the motion blur and FOV. Mm-hmm. Um, all of those things will be in. Let's do a little let's play in here. Eric, me, Rich, you. Reach. So long as it's open sky. Yes, it is There's mostly... It's mostly open sky. The later levels take place in alien ships. So those ones, not so much. But the first, like, five are open sky. Okay. Because as we learned from Resident Evil 4, I can't handle hallways or <laughs> no. caverns. Nope. <laughs> it, it, no. Okay. Yeah, no, no caverns. Uh-huh. There's very brief sections at the beginning that are indoor. And I mean brief as in like you're walking outside and there is a building and then you walk back outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. We so. can loot the buildings. You stay outside. Okay. <laughs> I'll just stand and just look out. Sniper rifle. Yeah. Yes. Halo Reach, hands down, one of my favorite ones. I know it's not popular with the MLG community mm-hmm. because there's a random spread to the weapons mm-hmm. that they don't like, but I think it's the best one. I don't give a shit. Yeah, I'm totally down to. I like... I like that they make the the um the elites so dangerous again. Oh yeah, one. like the, they're a total. The gold and white elites are. Oh I was. I've actually not been, unkillable. You can I've, hop in, Eric, if you want. I've been playing it on legendary solo because I want that. I want that achievement. I've wanted it for right. like almost ten years now. But now's I'm the time, baby. Now's the time. We got to run through again. I really want to play Halo Three, and I'm thinking oh, I can get my wife Halo into 3. the Halos. I'm thinking I can get my wife into you the Halo. When we're done with our run through Borderlands 2, we're going to need something. I'm going to get her her own Xbox. The, the MCC is on Games Pass. Yep. And I have it now, too. When Reach comes, it'll be free as well. Mm-hmm. Eric got a legendary Halo loot crate that came with this. Ooh. It's <sighs> uh, yeah. a USB. It is a USB. This Flash is the Cortana shirt. chip that goes in the back of the helmet. That's cool. That's excellent. This is the coolest. That is I love cool. real world merch that ties in. What else did you get in this crate, Eric? Did that that means Master Chief has USB port in the back of his head. <laughs> I got um, a hat, shirt, uh, a pin that had a chance to be gold or silver, and I got the gold one. Nice. Um, a poster. And How much do you play for pay for legendary crates? Uh, I mean, it was probably like maybe around thirty. Oh, I don't know. I that's s- not bad for that yeah. much stuff. I want to say it's like thirty to thirty-five, and yeah. it comes every like 
every three months. Yummy. Something like that. Wow. I need to get in on this. That all sounds really cool. Really cool. I was thinking about picking up the Firefly one, but. (laughs) Sometimes you just don't need all the stuff. Sometimes you need to go half schmelts and not full schmelts. Right. Quarter schmelts. Right. My favorite thing that I ever pulled out of a loot crate is the Lilu Dallas multi-pass replica from the fifth element. Perfect. (laughs) Because it's in a plastic bag and the top card that's stapled to the bag is the you're a winner thing that pops out of the envelope <laughs> when he finds out he wanted a trip to floss in paradise i just saw that and i was like oh my god this is amazing uh, real world merch good stuff so uh they teased their uh state of play um convention sony did and uh you can change your psn you can change your psn yeah, no, that did. is a big deal i already did, did too Oh, nice. I haven't seen them yet. Um, I'm not going to change mine because I have the one I want and I always had it. Well, now I do, so uh, I'm happy. That's all that matters. Uh, they had the first, not the first trailer, but another update of the Final Fantasy VII remake. And boy, does it look amazing. Neat. It looks really, really good. Um, the gameplay looks a, a, a lot like Final Fantasy XV's, which I really liked. Mm. Are you going, are you going, you going pee? Oh, Okay. All right. He's going to run pee. Oh, You're the know, main like, person I have to talk about this, Joe, and you're leaving me. <laughs> Sorry. This, he's going to his plate of stay. You played Final Fantasy VII, though, right? I started it. Okay. I, Nothing? Nope. Have you seen Final Fantasy Advent Children? Nope. Eric? Yes. Yeah, I love you that ready? movie. <laughs> Advent Children is an amazing movie, and the game looks just like it. In cutscenes, I have not played the actual game. Nice. So I only have, like, tidbits of what happens in Final Fantasy VII. The game looks as good as Final Fantasy XV does. My biggest issue is that they're talking about releasing it episodically. Yikes. I know. Why? I know. Why? What is it going to take for them to do this right? Just give us the original game and clean it up. Yeah, that's that's all we really need. That was the only thing that stopped me from playing all the way through Final Fantasy VII was that I had the original PlayStation copy on my PS3. Mm-hmm. And I was playing it on the brick, and it looked it looked like Final Fantasy VII, which was released like 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it just needs an update, mm-hmm. in my mind. Yeah. In, in my opinion, that's all it needs to. It just needs a remaster, not necessarily like any sort of specific... New thing. Oh. I adjusted too hard. Oh. So, that being <laughs> said, if... How do you make an episodic game work, guys? I mean, because the way I think about it, I think about Telltale's The Walking Dead games, stuff like that, the episodic games that release, except each piece of those is five bucks a pop and ultimately ends up with like 10 hours, 12 hours of gameplay, right? Right. And also, it's also more of like a watching and then you hit buttons, kind of like Dragon's Lair Rich, since you haven't played any Telltales. Telltales, but not, it's a lot more, it's a lot less, hope you're pressing the right direction and a lot more of, you can press this direction to, you know, keep going in the game and make choices and especially like decisions, right? But yeah, it sounded like a choose your own adventure game. Yeah, much. essentially that's what it is. Right. So for for me looking at it, I, there's a part of me that wonders um, how much are the chunks going to cost? The episodic chunks going to cost for Final Fantasy seven as a remake. Um, and how big are these chunks going to be and how many are there going to be? 
guess right now, they're all just guesses, um, is that the first one is going to be basically the first disc. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's weird because if you've played Final Chapter Fantasy VII, it's the first disc is easily like the f- like the greater half of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of stuff that happens in discs two and three, but the th- third disc is literally just the ending. Okay. Um, like you start the third disc and you're ready to go into the final dungeon and fight the final boss. Interesting. Okay. Um, so do you think they could chop it up into thirds then? Is it a pretty decent three part story? Uh, I would only be okay if they chopped into the thirds, if the third had a lot of new end game stuff. Okay. Okay. Um, cause in the original, once you get to the third disc, you can fight, um, like the, the ultimate bosses, the e- Ruby and Emerald weapon. Okay. Um, and you have certain, a few things change, but really not much is different from the third to the second disc. Okay. The biggest thing is that in the third disc you have access, like literally the third disc starts and you're supposed to go right to the North crater mm-hmm. and go to fight the last boss. Right. Okay. okay. Like that's the entire third disc. That's really all that changes. Word. So if they did it in thirds, I think the third part would feel a little anemic. Right. Um, well, so but it doesn't have to be the exact same. Right. They don't have, you said most of the story is in the first disc, right? Yeah. They, you could break that in half and then put mm-hmm. on the second half of the... F- yeah. I'm just saying you know, how I'm many saying. episodes I, I would it end saying. up being because I feel like if they're going episodic that a fair price would be 20 bucks a pop. You know? And That's fair. It would, if they have enough content. Yeah. Because you think about how many times Final Fantasy 15 was delayed. I mean, they had to change the name of the game. It took so long to come out. That's true, but I mean, they also changed their direction and basically restarted development like three times, um, which granted, they've also done that with this one, so I don't know. Right. Let's see what happens. So, I mean, they've got uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 is out now, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy 15. They're not even going to bother with the rest of the DLC that they promised. They already said it. They're like, we're done with Final Fantasy 15, but that's good because they can focus on 7. Right. Finish 7. The way I see this game going over most successfully is um three episodes 20 bucks a pop they have to be still chock full of content you know what i mean there has to be open world stuff that you can do that keeps you busy until the next part comes out and i'm sure there will be there's plenty i mean even in um even in the original version Mm -hmm. like you can run through pretty quickly yeah um like speed runs of it are like eight hours, and okay. the the reason why I say the first disc is so much is the first disc is five hours of that eight hour speed run. Gotcha. Um, okay. and a lot of story stuff happens in that first disc, but in between sections, when you're in the open world, there's lots of stuff to do. There's lots of places to get distracted. Mm-hmm. Um, chocobo breeding, which I'm sure will come back in some way. Chocobo breeding. Right. Chocobo breeding. Yep. Um, so I don't know. I think it'll be, I think as long as they do it right, it'll be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'd be okay with a little more complicated system than 15. Not to say 15 wasn't fun, but after a hundred hours, I was ever so slightly wanting more depth Uh, to it. Yeah. Just a little bit more depth than holding down X or B or depending on whatever you chose to use as a button. And I get that. If there's a little bit more, I would love for it to be a perfect match between Kingdom Hearts Hack and Slash and Final Fantasy 15s, where you still, you can dash around the field. You can go to different places. You can suddenly appear and, you know, like that that crazy Final Fantasy action that we all love. 
but a little bit more hack and slash would be I mean, even dope. if it was like Final Fantasy uh the royal edition mm-hmm. of Final Fantasy 15 where you get to switch your characters um Ignis is overpowered by the way um it's yeah, he is. it's uh Blonde. I think that could be a lot more fun yeah so I think they could package the content similar to how uh Bungie is doing with mm-hmm. Destiny Almost like an annual pass. Yeah, you can pay the 60 bucks and have it like for the full year, or you can pay like 25 for each episode. Mm-hmm. But you still have that. There's like base storyline, a little bit of end game. Adding on to the story, a little bit of end game. And then the finale, and then a whole lot of end game. I'd be very okay with that. Right. I think I just think it would work well. Also true, yeah, for it to be an open world and then with the story chunks. You're mm-hmm. right. That is a very good way to approach it. And and I'm sure each chunk, as long as I'm I'm sure each chunk would be a good fifty to sixty hours. Right. So yeah, I'm, they would I'm just down with it. Have to release it a lot sooner than what Bungie does. Well, and what they could be doing too is adding because that whole beginning chunk in Midgar, like you don't visit Midgar again until right before the third disc. Oh damn! Like you spend most of the game away from it. So the entire first one could just be Midgar because mm-hmm. it's a huge city and you only explore like two to three sections mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm. So they could add so much just to the Midgar at and the beginning. And then when episode 2 comes out and you buy it and unlock it, you can take the train and leave or however they go. Yeah. I don't know. And I'm oh. not going to play the original. Now that I know the no. remake is coming, yeah. I'm like, it's just better suited for they, me. Yeah. I don't I've know about you. never played a Final it's a, Fantasy It's a fight game. on the highway mm-hmm. out. Fun. It's a what? Fight on the highway. Is it? Yeah, you ride a bike oh, and fight a bunch of dudes. Oh, now that <laughs> could be fun. Yeah, and they probably will do that Ooh. as well. Have that as like your so intro ready. to the second part. Oh, that would be awesome. And the fight out. Just more themes. They need, I mean, they can do the th- the game themes and stuff, but I'm just saying, like, if they take the highway theme from an Advent Children for the motorcycle ride, is that the same as the game? No, but the, you see what the, I'm saying? The theme from the game is awesome, especially for yeah. when I was seven playing it. It was great. <laughs> also, <laughs> Advent Children, though, when it's a, like a straight rock theme, when he's like riding back into the city because the children have mother. Have you seen Advent Children? Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you not remember that theme at all? I, I don't remember the music from it much. Okay. I was too much enjoying how much they pulled from the games for Got you. That, makes that movie. Sense. Same. Oh, it's so good. You need to watch it. You haven't I seen do. Final I Fantasy VII? Oh, you have Advent Children? I have it. I just so haven't, haven't watched it yet. Oh. Good oh. stuff. Good. Well, thanks, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Rich finally has something to say. <laughs> Not, Not much. really. I've got no. like I've got like forty five movies in my collection that I have never watched, so I got a backlog there too. I it's like my game library. I have two in my collection. I need to watch. They're called "One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest" and "The Producers." <laughs> I haven't watched them. Yet. <laughs> thanks everyone for joining us. I'm Daniel. I'm Rich. I'm Joe. I'm Ellie. This has been Excitement Incorporated. Thank you for joining us. Uh, like and subscribe. R- rate us on iTunes. I guess that's a thing. Oh, yeah. People might think we're good if you rate us on iTunes. Might. Uh, normally five stars, folks. Don't be sarcastic and one star. I'll find you. <laughs>